0: This is in ear insights, the Trust Insights podcast. Do you want to use AI in your marketing, but you're not sure where to start Take a class with Trust Insights and the Marketing AI Institute. The AI Academy offers more than 25 classes and certification courses to start you on your AI journey, including our Intelligent Attribution Modeling for Marketers certification. One membership gets you access to all 25 classes. Visit trustinsights.ai/aiacademy to learn more and enroll today. That's trustinsights.ai/aiacademy to enroll today. Are you struggling to reach the right audiences? Trust Insights offers sponsorships in our newsletters, podcasts, and media properties to help your brand be seen and heard by the right people. Our media properties reach almost 100,000 people every week, from the In Ear Insights podcast to the Almost Timely and In the Headlights newsletters. Reach out to us today at trustinsights.ai slash contact to learn more. Again, that's trustinsights.ai slash contact. In this week's in ear insights, we are talking about the brand spanking new but not really Google Analytics Four. and I will say not really, because they've had it in a as a differently named product for the last year or so in beta for people to try. And it is now available it it, you've likely seen the notification in your Google Analytics account if you've been in your Google Analytics account recently, uh, that it is now the new shiny object in marketing analytics. So Katie, here's the thing. People are going to log into the GA account. They're going to see that banner. They're going to go, "Oh crap! What do we do? Is this is this important? How do we handle this?" And certainly, from a technical aspect, there are some pretty big changes in how the application works. But how should people be thinking about how to manage the change itself? How do they know whether it's important to them or not? How do they how they communicate to their stakeholders? Yeah, we should get on this soon, or
1: yeah, let's wait and see. Well, you know, I think you categorized it correctly when you called it a new shiny object. And shiny objects tend to be distractions. And that doesn't mean that shiny objects shouldn't be paid attention to. But they tend to distract away from what you're actually doing on a day to day basis. And so in this instance, uh, what we want to discourage people from doing is abandoning their current Google Analytics in favor of Google Analytics for um, what we actually recommend and what Google recommends is that you run both views in parallel and have both views collecting data because they are set up a little bit differently, but ultimately the outcomes should be the same. Like you should be able to get the same data out of both systems. How you go about getting that data is going to look a little different and that's the difference between classic and four. Um, You know, I think one of the things that we know just from the work that we do is that a lot of companies are still struggling with the basics of Google Analytics and having Google Analytics set up in the first place. So to have this new shiny object to distract them from getting the basics set up is, to me, it's problematic. Uh, because then that means that the basics won't be set up correctly. And then they'll just sort of try to do this new thing over here. But we also know that in technology, while the life cycle to get things out the door is very rapid the life cycle to adopt the new technology actually takes a few years and so i'm not so fussed about the fact that google analytics 4 came out i think people have time and they should take their time to learn the system um you know so you asked me a bunch of questions in there chris about you know change management and letting the executives know but i feel like we need to start with the psa of don't abandon Google Analytics Classic for Google Analytics Four.
0: Yeah, I think that's right because uh, version four is a very different creature. Um, there are clearly applications uh, where it makes sense to move sooner rather than late. like if you have a web property and a mobile app, you're on the list of sooner rather than later because the measurement capabilities are much better for people who have both. Um, and so that's, you know, an easy prioritization, uh, a method for prioritizing whether this is right for you or not. But the system overall ha- is has us thinking about analytics in a different way, we typically think of it in three or four different ways, right? We think of the, the hit or the page view, we think of the session, the things that people do uh, in one sitting, we think of the user. Uh, and we think of the product. those are the four measurement uh, measurements that we look at units of measurement in traditional Google Analytics. And it's reflected in the old product. In the new version, all of that is gone. Uh, all of that is gone to the point where it now doubts, it's events only so it's something happening is what is considered the the sole unit of tracking. And that's a very different way of thinking. Because instead, it, it, I, the, the closest analogy I can come up with is instead of like, courses of a meal, um, you know, you know, appetizer, you have entree, you have dessert, you have drinks and things and we would measure those things differently and value them differently. It's like moving to, we've moved entirely to ingredients, like here's all the ingredients, it doesn't matter where the ingredient occurs in the menu, it's it's in there. And then we have to make sense of it. And one of the things I think is going to be very challenging for people in the new version is that a lot of the canned reports you know uh, you, the old menu along the left hand side has a ton of different canned reports things you could look at like uh, acquisitions stuff much of that is gone it's been replaced by what's called the analysis hub where you can build your own uh, and mix and match all these different measures together so it's a lot more flexible but it's i think it in some ways it's a lot more daunting if you're not already an analytics pro to log. In. If you're a, a you know a standard business user who logs in like once a month, or you're a small business owner who logs in once a month just to see what's going on with the your website, you're gonna log in to the new version. And go, ah, huh, now what do I do? <laughs> and that's why I was asking about the change management because it's it's gonna be a major mind shift for mm-hmm. mindset change for people, but it's also gonna be a substantial process change for them to have a totally different way of doing things now.
1: So you had mentioned that you know. So let's say in the example, you have a business owner who goes in once a month. So if this fictional person only goes in once a month to look at their data, why is Google Analytics four such a big deal in terms of change? I guess my question to play devil's advocate is: if people aren't using Classic, why would they bother to use, you know, four? If for a lot of people, it's just sort of a check the box. Yes, it's hooked up to my website, but then I don't do anything with it.
0: For people with existing websites and existing accounts, you're right, it's not gonna be as you know, as big of a deal. Um, but if you are, say a new business owner, and you have just started your own startup, right, and you go into Google Analytics and you sign up for a new account, you get four by default. And then when you go to ask for help, people would be like, I don't know what you're talking about. What is this events, you know, business, in you know, is to set up goals. And you go in and you look for goals. And you're like, I can't find goals. What? What, what are you talking about? There's this, this thing called conversions, uh, you know, conversion event linker. like what? So there's a lot of that disparity between the two. What I think we're seeing is Google has taken what used to be a very monolithic application and split it into three pieces. So there is tag manager, which is now sort of the configuration engine because things like goals don't even exist in Google Analytics anymore. There's Google Analytics, which is the analysis engine that does all the processing. And then there's Data Studio, that is, you know, rapidly becoming sort of the, the visualization engine. And I think that in splitting up a lot of those roles and pushing the power of one application into three, Google is changing how its architecture works. And for a lot of again, that you know, the average user, that's not something that they have been told. That's not something that they know to to think about the system that way, and so it's on, you know, people like us, companies like ours, just to advise people like that small business owner who logs in once a month. Hey, Google Analytics probably isn't the right place for you to be hanging out, right? It is. You should be probably hanging out in Google Data Studio instead, because you can get the data there, but then make the reports that are canned and, and tuned for your business for what you need them to be, and that's where I. mean, for any of our clients, I'd say that's where we would like them to go eventually. So say, like, yeah, you do your stuff in Data Studio. We'll manage the analysis engine. We'll manage the configuration so that you don't have to, because frankly, for most people, it's not the best use of their time.
1: So while we don't recommend it, you can technically run the current classic Google Analytics without Tag Manager. Again, we do not recommend that you take that route. It sounds like with Google Analytics 4, you really can't run without Tag Manager, because Tag Manager in Google Analytics 4 is where you set up your goals, it's where you set up all of your events and all of your actions and things that you want to collect data on. Whereas in classic Google Analytics, you set up all your goals in the admin um, and you can run it without using Tag Manager at all. And I think when I think about, you know, training and education, like I think that's gonna be one of the more difficult things because Google Analytics is technical, but you can kind of wrap your head around it. When you start to get into Tag Manager, it's a whole different training course through the Google Analytics, through Google Academy. And, you know, it's containers and variables and, you know, regex and all of those different technical things, or at least they feel more technical than Google Analytics, even though they're roughly the same level of technicality. Um, and so I think that'll be one of the bigger shifts and the things, uh, in terms of change management that, uh, marketers are going to have to wrap their heads around is I not only have to learn Google analytics. I also now have to learn and wrap my head around tag manager. Whereas before I could kind of skate by without having to do too much with tag manager, knowing that my data was good enough, but you know, it wasn't the best practices. I think that that's, part of it in terms of communicating it to the executives. um, You know, it's, I don't think it needs to be an overwhelming or overcomplicated conversation. It's, hey, Google Analytics just rolled out this new updated version, I'm going to set up another view that runs in parallel with what we're currently collecting. And then at some point when they shut off Google Analytics classic, we won't have lost any data because we're running this other one in parallel cool, okay, thanks, bye, gonna go back to doing my job now. Like it doesn't (laughs) need to be a huge thing. And I think that that's sort of the other PSA is it's not a big deal, don't make it into a big deal. Just set up a new view and like turn it on and just let it run in the background and keep doing what you're doing with classic. Because again, that's gonna be around for another few years. Um, We still have, we still know that there's a lot of companies that aren't even using Any sort of proper tracking system at all. So to suddenly start switching them over to this more advanced thing is just not going to happen overnight.
0: Yeah, exactly. And definitely Google will be uh, keeping Classic around, uh, likely for at least a couple of years, possibly longer than that. I mean, they had the old legacy uh, GA around for like five years, the old legacy tracking tags and stuff. So it's not something that people need to worry about being an immediate thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. But what I do foresee happening is obviously, uh, classic will essentially go into maintenance mode. Um, it'll be it kept running, but you won't get the new stuff there. So as new features and innovations come up, you know, they it, they will likely be put into four. Um, and if there are, there are things that would be of clear benefit to your company, you may have to make that move when those features are announced, like you, you may, for example, want um, you know better cross device tracking, if you, you suddenly find out that you know 60% of your audience is on mobile devices, well, now you got to go go that route, or your company comes up with a mobile app, like, yeah, we're releasing our mobile app, like, great. Now, you are sort of having that change pushed on you a little bit faster. So when we think about the change itself, you know, how does the individual marketer think about what they should be doing, like in terms of getting skilled up, in terms of uh, working with their teams, or if you work agency side, working at your agency, you know, with your your clients? I can th- I'm thinking back to our uh, our days in the agency world uh, when we had to be responsible for the training of our own team and helping them communicate changes, and this is a fairly big change to communicate. How did how do people do that gracefully? Because obviously when I ran the team, (laughs) I did it poorly.
1: (laughs) Well and well, I was gonna say you're calling it a fairly big change in this big change, and you're going against what I just said, which was (laughs) don't don't overcomplicate it, don't overthink it. So that's number one is (laughs) you know, stop overwhelming people with this notion that it's this big, huge change that they have to do right now. Oh my god. I think that, you know, it was funny, I think that we were saying last week that I felt like it's kind of like Y two K. Like everyone's getting all hyped up. Y two K. Oh my god! I have to get prepared. And then you wake up on January first, and literally nothing's changed. And I think this is very much the same. It's not that you don't need to, you know, not pay attention to it. You do, but you don't need to drop everything to suddenly get skilled up on it. So, you know, the uh, Google Analytics certification, for example, I just took. I just retook mine on Friday, so three days ago. And this is post GA4 being announced, and the Google Analytics certification is still all based around classic Google Analytics. They have separate trainings for GA4, but if you're thinking about education and if you're thinking about training and certifications, classic Google Analytics is still very valid and still very important to get skilled up on. And actually having that foundational knowledge of how the current system works is going to help you then transition into GA4 eventually, not overnight, but eventually. And I think that that as you think about like, if you're working on uh, education with your team, then I think maybe over the next few months, introducing GA4, there's training courses available through Google already, uh, getting the view set up. But again, it's a set it up, let it run in the background. And then, you know, maybe once a month, you pull up both views and you look at them side by side to say, are they collecting the same type of data? Did I set it up correctly? And then eventually you start to do more closer comparisons like week over week, day by day to see, am I getting the right thing? And so you don't just forget the old one and switch to the new one. You have to do that side by side and keep them running side by side for a while. Like when I say a while, I mean, you know, at least like a good year or so to say, I'm confident that this other system is set up correctly to correct, collect the data the same way that the first one was.
0: The one thing I would say might be an alternative is that if you feel like your analytics infrastructure and and your processes and stuff are not in good condition, uh, this might be a good forcing function, like to to maybe you know speak about as though it could be a, a bigger deal, so that it gets buy in from your stakeholders to say, Yeah, we need to reevaluate our KPIs, we need to reevaluate what we measure, we need to reevaluate the quality of our data, and our our marketing technology infrastructure, we need to reevaluate the training of our team and things. So there's a a potential there, not to cause panic. um, But to say, we know we have deficiencies, we know we are behind, we know things are not working as well, hey, this is a good excuse to make it a thing within the company in order to create those those people and process changes that will lead to growth. And you use GA4 as the excuse to say, like, oh yeah, we, we need we everyone has solved the notification we have to do this thing. We we know it's not true. You don't have to do it right away. But it might be the a good idea to get people to say like yeah, you know, we haven't looked at our goals in three years. <laughs> we don't even know if they work anymore. Uh, we just we just kind of look at the website and 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 hope the numbers keep going up. Um, I feel like there's certainly a, a good chunk of of businesses out there that are in that condition.
1: I agree with you. I think that you know as you're describing it, yes, I agree with you that it's a good excuse to get the train back on the tracks. But the other side of me is saying, if you have to use this as an excuse to get the train back on the tracks, there's probably bigger issues going on. Um, you know, you should be evaluating your goals at least once a year you should be evaluating your KPIs at least once a year, you should be evaluating your people and your processes at least once a year, probably more often. Um, So if you have to wait for a new version of software to come out to use as, as an excuse, to get these things working correctly, then perhaps there's, you know, it's symptomatic of a bigger issue. But for the sake of this podcast, Chris, you're right, that is a good reason for people to sort of rally around the cause and say, you know what, This is a great opportunity for us to rethink what it is that we're doing. So let's use this as the catalyst for that.
0: Yep. Um, So to wrap up, is Google Analytics for the next big thing? It is from a Google Analytics perspective. Is it an immediate thing? Absolutely not. Is it something that you should have a strategy around and a migration plan? Yes. Should you be uh, taking Google's uh, free course to get knowledgeable about it? Absolutely it's free, you have nothing to lose. And uh, should you be looking at your uh, marketing analytics infrastructure on a regular basis and tuning it up 100% uh, all the time? If you have questions that we didn't ask answer in this episode about uh, this or anything else, go over to our free slack group Trust insights.ai slash analytics for marketers. You can uh, t- chat with up to 1300 other folks who are interested in marketing analytics. And of course, uh, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, go to trustinsights.ai/slash TI podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Want help solving your company's data analytics and digital marketing problems? Visit trustinsights.ai today and let us know how we can help you.